If I see any peaks, I'll take it down. Yeah, you can Aren't those peaks? Someone. Oh, well, Please don't put that in the episode. Not putting that in the episode. Peek, peek, Welcome to D&D&D, the dinner party role-playing podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master James Russell, and with me as always are some fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi, hi fun, people. People. fun people. This is the first time the six of us have sat down to record since we finished recording season one. When was oh, that? Gosh. Months ago. Do we have a date? I don't remember. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was ago. May. It was? Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. The last episode. Right. Yeah. The last recording session for season one was in May, which was a almost a complete calendar year from when we started recording. Nice. Good job, guys. We're still friends. We did it. We did. Oh, yeah. But that answers our first question, not are you guys still friends, but. uh, (laughs) I would love if that was the first question. Hey, after doing this, are you guys still friends? (laughs) Did it cause a rift? No, man. After after some episodes between me and Joel, I feel like that's a valid question. Oh, God. God. I feel so bad. I Listeners, the car talk <laughs> yeah. if you could have heard what I cut out of some of those episodes, oh. you said you had to cut out Joel stuff too, though, right? What do you mean, Joel? Him being no, racist against orcs? I did. That's true. Okay. That's and, true. and also maybe some Mike stuff being mean to Joel? Mike was probably the meanest. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Listen, I'm very awkward. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know how to handle this. Sure. I think at a certain sure. point, I was like, man, I'm getting boned with my friends not liking my character. <laughs> Yeah, you keep saying that we're mean to Joel. We're mean to Juno. That's yeah. true. Yes. Yeah, I got i i took this i took it personally, and then we like had an off game conversation, and then a lovely in game conversation with over water art therapy with watercolors, and mm. then I think it's a real turning point. We're all like a full team. Well, that's part of what we're doing here, and part of why we're doing it. We are doing a little discussion episode: D and D and D and D discussion and dessert. We got some. Uh, we're still doing the food thing. We got some donuts here. Uh, I messaged Chelsea and asked James what kind of dessert he would actually eat because he's not a big dessert guy. I like savory. And she said donuts. So to celebrate dead meat getting a million subscribers, uh, we got some donuts. So enjoy the donuts, guys. And we are going to discuss uh, the podcast, the first part of season one of the podcast. We have reached a turning point in the story, uh, and I thought it would be a good time to take a break and kind of reflect a little bit on the first half of the campaign so Mm -hmm. we got some questions from you the listeners uh and before we get into those uh i do want to kind of throw it to you guys though is there anything now that you've listened to the show uh is there anything that kind of bubbled up in your head uh of like oh you know was this cut or i don't remember this or any questions for me of stuff that didn't make it in or anything like that do you guys have any questions before we get to the listener questions we recorded them so long ago you have no idea i don't remember (laughs) what was cut and what wasn't and i'm sure joel and gressel 
having edited and produced all mm-hmm. this, you've spent time with the full raw raw product. I have. Yeah. Joel Him doesn't more get so. it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah and I'm I sure it's I like see the raw stuff. I'm sure it's like how when I edit Drunk Disney and I deal with the raw footage and mm-hmm. I do all that, and then you guys never see that stuff, and then like months later, well, we be, didn't for the first three and a half years of Drunk Disney. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and it'll be like months later. I'll be like, no, you guys said that like in three Drunk Disneys, and no one remembers. <laughs> oh, well, like think- when we're telling the same story or yeah something. it's like yeah. guys i've heard yeah. this story <laughs> for me and for the viewers what is the process for putting together the podcast is that one of the oh, questions that is one of the questions yeah let me let me see uh who asked um because i saw a I saw a picture of joel's notes once and you posted them I yes think on Twitter. they looked insane it yes. was insane every oh, two I'm, seconds it was like edit out sure. this breath yeah edit out this breath uh, a couple people Je- did <laughs> ask about the process. Uh, Jesse asked about the process. Thanks, um, Jesse. Philip asked asked about the process. Thanks, Philip. Uh, a few people did. So thanks to everybody who asked about the process. Uh, basically, what happens is after we record, um, I go through the raw session and cut it down significantly. How much would you say? Uh, we usually record the average recording for a session is around three hours. Uh, right. Some of them were longer. Some of them were a little bit shorter. Nothing was less than two hours. Mm-hmm. And I from okay, we'll just work from three hours. From three hours, I will cut at least an hour out. Damn. Um, yeah. what usually more. Stuff? A lot of giggles. it is is, is <laughs> <laughs> just uh, so much giggles. A, a lot of it is. I leave a lot of the laughs in because I think they're important to the tone of our show. Um, but a lot of it is talking about the rules or trying to, you know, going over spells or what you can do. Um, and that's just not good for the story. Even though this is an actual play podcast, going over, like, what kind of role can I do here? What do I add? Uh, that kind of stuff. That's not That's not the show that that we're making yeah and you really you blaze through those fight sequences it's like it's thrilling to listen to it is very fun thank I you was, yeah that I, that is the goal of of cutting the especially the combat down is yeah. they need to be mm. entertaining to listen to and a lot of combat when you're playing D D for for those of you who who do play you'll know uh is slow it, it, it slows the game down, I think, to do combat. It's a lot combat. of reading. It's a yeah. lot of reading. Especially it's a, if you spells, dude. Yeah, spells, deciding what to do, the math of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of it is cutting out that stuff. Most of what, it is cutting out that stuff. What about what about subplots? What I There have to have been some subplots or like storylines or tangents that you've cut. Yeah, well, remember Marjorie went to a drag show. What? What? No, I'm Is kidding. As a oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at Beth with panic in my eyes. Like, why would I cut that? <laughs> yeah, it happened like a bunch of times. She kept that was her every Friday night. <laughs> and you didn't include <laughs> No, that I'm didn't kidding. happen. That People when, are gonna be like, why didn't we get the drag? That was show? when Fletch dressed in, in drag. Yeah, yeah, it was like a big oh, character was, moment for him. Get ready cool. for the Twitter pictures. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Please, please, I can't wait. Uh, no, subplots, all the subplots stay in. Really? Yeah. The only thing that gets cut story-wise is, is things that don't pay off. So if you say, I want to do this, and then you either decide not to, mm-hmm. or it just completely doesn't go anywhere, that'll get cut because it's it's chaff. But subplot, all the subplots stay in. Is yeah. there anything that you can think of that was difficult for you to cut that was like... That's good. The shopping uh, mm-hmm. session was Not like nightmare. difficult, hard. 
but like oh, difficult like for kill you, your like, darlings. Thing? Yeah, exactly. Drown your babies. Um, <laughs> oh, yikes! Whoa, whoa! That's a oh, it's editing expressions. Yeah. That's editing expressions. Big magic, editing. guys. Dreading, Big magic. We don't it? call our ideas our babies, babies. <laughs> because then we're then they're precious. But we're Baby the ones who are precious. <laughs> babies. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so. Not yet. Uh, I don't think that'll happen because a lot of the stuff that for me is precious is stuff that you guys just don't get into. <laughs> you know. Oh, oh I'm what? so sorry. Wait, what? This is this was another question actually. I wanna I wanna um I, I this is how I was hoping this would go is we're just gonna kind of talk and we'll get to everybody's questions. Mm. So uh, Jesse again asked. Uh, how does Gressel go about writing the plots for the quests, and how far ahead does he plan and or deal with the inevitable cha- tangents? Emily asked, how much is done ahead of time? Uh, are responses to every role planned or improvised? Uh, you know, a lot of people ask questions like this. Uh, Aaron asked, how, Gressel, how does Gressel come up with all the twists and turns of the story? Um, yeah, I plan ahead a ton of different options. When, when we first started, I started with kind of this the bar right well more than that oh before that before that um i started with i think six possible initial quests that would feed into a bigger storyline um and a couple of those had sub quests within them and the one so the one that you guys ended up doing was kiff in the wagon yeah, that's that's what I meant by the bar because we entered the bar and there was like all these people that we could talk to. Right, but there were other places you could have. That's gone. crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> all uh, of us have like wide eyes right now. By the way, <laughs> Beth decided that her character would be from the place, the setting for the story. Uh, she told me that ahead of time. So then I gave Beth a list of places in the town, mm. so that when you guys first arrived at Night's Pass and Beth said, "Let's go to the Scale Scraper," that's the direction that the story turned, but there were other options. And even within the scale scraper, like you said, there were other options. You guys went with the Kiff and the wagon quest. And then that quest had a sub quest that Joel totally ruined. <gasps> oh, what happened? Shit. No, what? So the sub quest of the Kiff wagon quest was oh, you could I... either, uh, go to the swamp to retrieve the wagon for Kiff. Or side with Jason in the Thieves Guild Ooh. and steal the wagon. <laughs> well, right, but that's you know the we ho- found something more interesting. You did. You certainly did, and that's uh, one of the one of the questions about uh, imp- imp- uh, improvising and the twists and turns. Uh, I had to completely ch- pivot everything <laughs> when Juno decided to punch Jason Chone in the face oh, before gosh. he could even get out that proposal. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, That's fantastic. Wonderful. This is one of the things that I love about playing with you guys and that I love about this story is that those are things and love about Dungeons and Dragons in general is that uh, for as much planning as I can do and as much uh, writing as that I can do as the DM, the story is in your hands mm. and you change it with every decision that you make and I have to just deal with that. My story document for the show is over a hundred pages, well over a hundred pages. Are you talking yeah. single space Microsoft Word pages? It's outline, okay. but it's single space. Okay. I mean, if I were, if yeah, if I were to justify it all, maybe it would be <laughs> seventy. But like, it's hey, a man, lot. You so, do a good job justifying everything uh, in the show. That's good. Thank you. Uh, but uh, and and some of that stuff is just gone. We'll just never, we'll never deal with it again. So, what, what's one of those things that you love that's just gone? Oh God, I had a thing. Oh, I can't tell you. Why? Yeah, you can oh, that's, that's, back, that's right? just gone? Yeah, that won't come back. Maybe one of the first quests? 
characters. One of the okay, yeah, one of the first quests that we have just moved past that I have fallen out of love with now, mm-hmm. uh, and and won't include because it's not really true to the show or true to the characters that you guys have become. Um, was if you had gone to one of the inns first, if you had gone to the Black Oak Inn first, one of the quests that I uh, was going to do was going to be a murder mystery where a uh, barmaid or somebody would have seduced one of you, probably, James, and uh, you would have woken up with a dead body in the room. Oh, my god! And that would have kicked off a whole thing that had this whole... That, that I, sounds I, great. I, I might, I might steal other you. parts for for something else, but... Uh, I knew I knocked him dead, but... <laughs> <laughs> but that that was one that uh, I don't think is, you know, that I've, I've kind of moved past if that. If that's one that you've fallen out of love with, I'm so excited for what you've fallen in love with. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, there are some ideas still that, oh God, no, that's second half stuff that we can't talk <laughs> yeah. about. Oh yeah, be careful. Well, we just left the meat man, and yes. I remember we had a conversation out of the game because you regretted not talking as the meat man because we yeah. didn't find out what the meat man's deal was and we don't oh no we don't oh, in yeah we, never we, had to, we had to like break the fourth wall and be like yo dude what was up with that meat man we were like out at dinner having this discussion <laughs> yeah right man. uh it didn't feel natural to me in the moment to give this like just monstrous character a villain monologue Mm. I mean, because he's leather, leather, leather face. He was pretty much leather face. Leather face doesn't talk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be weird if he did. Exactly. Yeah, a certain, like, mystery and kind of, like... Mystery meat. Mystery yeah. man meat, yeah. But, yeah, so it, that was that was a thing where it was, like, <laughs> there is, like, that character has reasons. I have them in my notes of, like, what that character's deal was, but... I, loving his pigs so much? Basically, yeah. Uh. It just didn't... It didn't feel right for me to give him lines. It was James Cromwell the whole time. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Babe, no. I remember one cut thing. I, I remember you talking about the edit that you were making so that things could just flow better. Mm. Beth, I think you said the name of your daughter as Landa Lakes, and later you repurposed that to be Oh, I, I said it. Oh, you said it. I riffed that. I, I don't want to take credit cool. for it. No, no, no. It's fine. I riffed that as a joke, and then Beth brought it back mm-hmm. as as the character Landa Lakes in the next episode. So I cut that because I didn't want to tease that reveal. Yeah, um, because it's so good in that moment. It's really good. Uh, <laughs> I spent so long, you guys, trying to figure out. I'm just like silent up until that point, trying to think like, what is my sexy name? And there was nothing better than Landa Lakes. Nothing. And so like afterwards, Russell and I were talking and I was like, hey, can we maybe like cut that part from the episode previously? Because we did make a joke about yeah. my daughter mm. having like also a butter name. Um, but one of the questions was, what is your daughter's name? Savannah asked, what are Juno and Marjorie's children's names? So Juno said his, his son's name in the episode, uh, last episode. Who was it? Yeah, that was Jenna. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And we don't net we don't yet officially canonically know Marjorie's daughter's name. And I don't wanna presume to say you'll reveal that at this point. You don't have to. Should I just keep my mouth shut entirely? Yeah, you shut the fuck that, up. That that's oh. more about that will come out in the second part of season yeah, one. Yes. Did. Yeah. A, a conversation <laughs> I still wanna have happen that we just didn't have time for yet is are these two like parents who've in some way lost their children mm-hmm. and just haven't 
They, they bonded over other things, but yeah, they haven't bonded over that because yet. Yeah, it's funny because there's so much that all of the characters, let alone Marjorie and Juno, have in common to talk about that, that we haven't yet. I'm like, I'm pumped for season two because yeah. now listening back to season one, which we recorded over the course of a year, not every other, not every weekend, um, there's stuff that, that we lost that just got lost through the sieve. And now I have, I have all of the sand and I'm ready to make a mm-hmm. castle out of it. Yeah. Uh, nice. There were a lot of questions. <laughs> that was very, that was Hell a yeah. great yeah. metaphor. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Uh, there were a lot of questions about character backstory. Catherine asked about character backstory. Aaron asked about character backstory. Thanks, Aaron. They, who's, who's the first one? Catherine. Uh, Catherine. Catherine. Thanks, Catherine. Kelsey asked about character backstory. Thanks, <laughs> uh, Liz asked about character backstory. Thanks, Liz. Uh, Noah asked about character backstory. But uh, So everybody Thanks, pretty much uh, asked about character backstory. And there is an episode coming up. Uh, where we get a little bit more character backstory on everybody, so I don't want to get too into that it. That was one of my oh. favorite episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm excited to listen to that. It was so what? cool with the magic stuff. Yes, with the magic wink, stuff. Wink. Without getting too spoilery with yeah, the magic stuff. Yeah, it's all say it's magic stuff. I'm uh, saying it's not us sitting around a campfire talking about our stories. It that's comes true. Out through magic stuff. That's uh, exactly. That well, you know, show don't tell. character backstory doesn't sound like a word anymore yeah dude you said backstory so many times it started to sound weird (laughs) like it it, it sounded not like a word well when he started he was like welcome to the dinner party role-playing podcast and i thought he said dinner potty role-playing podcast that's my midwestern slur coming out (laughs) (laughs) that's your three glasses of wine slur this is one glass (laughs) i will say though that the episode coming up with all the the backstory stuff was i remember leaving the recording session and thinking to myself i had so much fun it was that was like my turning point for like D D was cool and i didn't because i'd never played before Mm -hmm. and i liked the story and everything but that specific day i was like I'm having fun. I'm. I like. I like this. I want to keep doing this. Not that I didn't want to do it, but like. Yeah, you guys don't really. You can't tell in the recordings, but Mike is terrified of doing it wrong. Yeah. Of playing D and D wrong. I was so scared and nervous because you guys had played before, and I was like, I don't know. Oh, I hadn't. You hadn't played. No. Cool. It's tough because wow, listening back to the episodes, we are very different people playing this game. But I think (laughs) that that's one of the strengths of the show. I think that's one of the strengths of the table is is that everybody brings something different to it. Yeah. And I want to find ways to make everyone sing. You know, you you all are wonderful soloists in your own way, as well as being a great ensemble. And I want to find ways to. We're are, are we talking what is too? happening? Are we talking too highfalutin about game. our stupid fi- fantasy podcast? <laughs> Yo, okay, the people listening to this are listening to like the bonus recap <laughs> episode. They're fine. They're enjoying it. Uh, but seriously, real fans. Though, seriously, though, I, I do think that that I want to I want to give everyone their their kind of moment in the spotlight while telling an engaging story that. Is spreads out over time and builds and gets gets bigger and and tells something greater and says something. I think that's some, that's something that's really important to me is that this story says something, whether yeah, it be like uh, the kind of aborted uh, storyline on uh, class warfare that that went up literally in smoke, uh, <laughs> or or some of the things that we get into in the second half and some of the things that we'll get into in season two, but um. 
It'll also help when we're more consistent in recording. Yes. Uh, we had huge gaps. Like, what was the biggest three gap months. we had? Three like, months. Three months yeah. between just two Whoa, sessions. Really? Yeah. Three months. And yeah, oh, I totally believe that. And part we of it was... We all forgot how to battle. Yeah. yeah. We, we forgot how to do everything. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I mean, uh, uh, over half of the recording session was when I was both working and trying to get dead meat to a place where it could sustain me. So I had yeah. no time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, now I'm much more comfortable in the, the time I have to spend on other projects about like that. this. You were... Yeah. Killing yourself. Remember yeah. that? That yeah. sucked. His hair was yeah. falling out. Yeah, we had a we had a real rough stretch for a while between You guys think James's haircut's a haircut. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it is now. It's stress balding. <laughs> uh we had a real rough stretch where, yeah, J- James was super busy and ev- everybody was super busy. Um we had a lot of weddings last year. Um there was a point of, of there was a stretch of time where our air conditioning in my apartment <laughs> oh, didn't yeah. work. Right. And we record <laughs> here because you know because it's you know i'm the dm and that's how it works um (laughs) it's your dinner table yeah Yeah. it's my table i guess and uh and we just couldn't record because it was too hot you know there it was i couldn't cook like part of the show is the dinner thing and i couldn't cook which is real by the way yes that was one of the questions oh yes like are you are you faking your hand pies yeah, uh, uh, Jesse asked, does everyone actually have dinner? Or is it just a conceit for the show? No, we actually do have dinner. Yo, I, I wouldn't be doing this if I wasn't getting free food. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, yes, that is part of it. I understand that I'm asking a lot of you guys in a time commitment thing uh, for this show. And part of the way that I pay you guys back is through the, the meals that I make. Delicious food. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so good. It's, really? it's so fucking good. Yeah, we're not Th- playing it up. There are some meals that you made where like immediately afterward we asked for the recipes and oh, then yeah. we would make that continuously for a week. Like, some of those are oh, coming wow. up. Yeah. 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 It's are you... like the pot pie and oh, the cauliflower the shepherd's thing. Pie. I've made several times. Oh, oh, yeah. So here's a question from from at Fresh Pancakes. Uh, <laughs> Fresh Pancakes asks. Uh, are you going to release every single dinner and recipe? Uh, people want it, dude. Some, yeah, oh. I'm, I'm thinking that. Uh, I have a long-term cool. plan for that. Oh, okay. Do you now? The I do. People you heard it here first. It. Fresh Pancake says thank you. <laughs> D&D&D-C-B. Oh, uh, yeah. What is that? D&D&D-C-B. Cookbook. Cookbook. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, I, I do have a, a kind of long-term plan for that. Yeah. Cool. Um, that way everybody can enjoy our meals and and we will be better about uh, especially in season two when we car- start recording again taking pictures of the food yeah. that we eat oh yes mm. but yeah there yes we do actually eat the food long story short and there's some really good meals <laughs> coming up in the second half of season one the risotto is coming oh, up yeah the shepherd's pie is coming up yeah. the shepherd's pie um, <laughs> fresh with boy meat the salmon hey. I did oh. the, the salmon is coming up Mm, there's some good got a photo of that salmon yeah i need to see the photo because that one's that one has leaked out (laughs) ew leaky salmon uh i want to do a couple more audience questions before we do the break um everybody asked a lot of people asked about character stuff heidi asked how to build an awesome character Mm, thanks heidi Uh, mia asked uh what was your uh favorite part of character the character creation process thanks mia 
Uh, Emma asks, how did you decide these characters, and what is one trait of theirs that you wish you could have in real life? Emma, great question. Gunner asks, what was, uh, was there anything that inspired the idea for your characters? So kind of in general, can you guys, we can kind of go around the table, and you, if you guys talk about kind of like why you picked the character that you did. Chelsea, you, you touched on it a little bit in the very first episode about why you picked an elf. You just like elves and yeah, feel a kin- like kinship with them. <laughs> I like yeah, elves. I think I've. Were we talking about this over the weekend about the character types we usually play in D and D? I think we were. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I just always play elves. I don't know why. I just like them. Was there a reason you picked a wild sorcerer just for the fun of it? I yeah, I think so. Well, because I picked sorcerer, and then we kind of talked about mm-hmm. like we should just do wild magic because there's so much potential. So much. So much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like elves. It's not a really <laughs> cool answer. But it doesn't have to be. I mean, yeah. that's... Like, yeah. I played, I think, uh... You played what was a, my one? Was he a gnome? I think a gnome that looked Which like Which was a, a lot Tom of Jones. fun. Yeah, like Tom Jones? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, Tom Jones gnome. Tom Jones gnome. Tom gnome. Which is really Tom fun, but Jones. yeah, I don't know. just doesn't feel right. I, I think you embody Zabbos perfectly. Yeah. Great, because I don't do a voice that... No, no, you do. You say you don't do a voice, but you do do a voice. Okay, oh. that's good. I, I think that there is a noticeable zavisness when you're. At the very least, there's an inflection. Yeah. yeah, that's good. James, you. When we first started playing, I remember thinking you would be a bard. Yeah. I, when we like when I first bought the starter kit when we first played a couple years ago, I was like, "Well, James is going to be a bard. This is going to be boring." Well, when we what? first played a few <laughs> years ago, I was like a dragonborn paladin. Paladin. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah. I wanted to play against Ooh. type. Because no, yes. like that type, he was stoic. As yeah, I was really? like, I was like you, really. I was like Fletch. Oh. Uh, in the beginning of the campaign, who was just this stoic, serious. You had like a character, like a super tragic backstory. Yeah, right. I like tried to like really intense. bring a lot of like fucking seriousness. <laughs> to it and i didn't have that much fun and so <laughs> well you also had our friend mark uh who and he did, was a bar who did yeah. play a bar he <laughs> stole my character from mark sandoval mark i stole my character from you <laughs> but he gave your character endless shit yeah. yeah 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 and he and he talked like this in a in his bard voice and i kind of i kind of took that for flack yeah. i'm at least glad that i i did a bard uh gnome I, f- I think I, I parlayed the random pick of Gnome as a race just because, like, I want there to be some diversity in the group. Sure. I didn't want everyone to be humans and elves, so I picked yeah. Gnome. And I think I parlayed that into a good, like, story of I want to be more than just a Gnome because Gnomes aren't taken seriously. So that was what I was able to do with my character, but mostly I just want to be a bard who could uh, have fun with it. Uh, Beth, where'd Marjorie come from? So uh, when when you do improv, one of the things that they teach you is to try to like like you said stagger the characters so you chose a character that was shorter than everybody because even just like the silhouette of everyone standing together is going to look better that way right Mm -hmm. um playing with age is a way to do that as well and i i wanted to play an old lady i have an old lady voice and i thought it would be funny to just like be an old lady and i was thinking about this question today before we started recording and i had this like flashback memory of being in florida with my grandma and i was talking to my grandma and she had said that she was walking the dogs and this like pickup truck full of young boys drove past her and they like screamed out the window, old ladies suck. Oh, yeah. Isn't that horrible? What What the fuck? That's terrible. And I wonder if like that, that's always been something in the back of my head and to have an opportunity to like pick and roll and make a character. What would it be like to try to look at the world through someone who has lived in that world for 200 years? Mm. 
because old ladies tell the best stories, man. <laughs> so I wanted to be um, someone that was easy for me to play. So I chose a halfling who is like short. I'm a tiny woman. Um, I wanted her to be caring, but also like incredibly uh, open and gross. Like, <laughs> like she's everything that I would love to just be. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd love to just say whatever's on my mind. And I get away with that because I am an old lady. Um, and so a lot of it is just like hedonistic actions that Beth might want to do. Uh, but through a comedy lens and also the the through the body of a, a small, stinky woman. I think you are inspiring that because multiple people have tweeted that they want to, I think, embody like the compassion, the openness, and the ferocity and be their group's campaign meme on. <laughs> that That's every awesome. time someone tweets that at me, my heart just grows a size bigger. Oh. <laughs> I love that so much. Molly asked, did you guys design all of your characters together so that you ensured you covered several skill sets or did everyone design them separately? And I think nothing answers this question better <laughs> than, we than don't the have fact a that we have two rangers. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, two Fletch and Flax. Fletch and Flax. Oh, Fletch and so Flax. I still mix them up. To this yeah. day. I still Still that is up. an editing nightmare. Yeah. Flesh and flag, the Flesh and brothers. And flag. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. The car, car talk brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the reason I chose Fletch for my character was because he's an archer, and the, the Fletch is <laughs> yeah. part of a. Yeah. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll just name him Fletch, and like I have a friend named Steve Fletcher, and I was like, that that's oh. such a cool. Like I'll just name my character Fletch, and we All sat right, what's down. What's your excuse, James? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Flag Tanson's a great name. Flag Tanson's <laughs> great. It's an anchor man. It's a good fantasy name. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, two rangers, uh, and I know that that Mike, you really wanted to create an archer character. Yeah, so I love whenever I play video games, I like using a bow and arrow. I like being stealthy and fast. So I was like, I'll pick a, a an elf that's a ranger. Yeah, that loves the wilderness. I remember and... those discussions because you were almost a druid. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> So having someone in the group who could heal, that would have yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um I was almost a warrior. Or so oh. what are the uh, fighter? fighter? I was almost a fighter. I, in a way you are. I, oops. <laughs> I I, in the best I think way. everybody mm-hmm. made the right choices. Yeah, and since I was so like green to this, I was like my character is going to be weird and awkward yeah with people it. It, it it plays great i think that it created some of the best moments mm-hmm. of the show the, the dan- dancing the dancing. Oh. the dancing runner is my favorite Very yeah. fun, the percentage yeah. of people who have <laughs> immolated Not- <laughs> 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 yeah so yeah i loved seeing your character grow like that's that's something yeah, i really cool. like like the bits change based on What's happened to you? Mm. You the most not the most recent episode, but Monday's episode. You talk to somebody and they enjoy the conversation. And you just whisper into the mic, charisma. <laughs> I, 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 I had to I, I had to like stop while editing. Because <laughs> when when we record, oh, like gosh. I have a lot of stuff going on, and like I'm behind a screen, and I've got my monitor and all my notes and all, a million different things, and I can't hear everybody. Uh, talk so when I'm editing I catch a lot of stuff especially Mike because of the way that your voice is I'll miss a lot of the stuff that you say and god when I heard charisma I had I lost like five Uh. minutes (laughs) and the same goes for me like we in the mixing process basically I'm like playing a lot with levels and I'll do some light editing just taking out like verbal fillers if there are a lot of them it's if it's easy for me to do along the way as I'm 
fixing like bigger issues. And yeah, so often I realize I wouldn't hear your voice, especially Mike. And there would be other side jokes, like James would be just whispering sometimes, like little things. Like everyone would have those moments <laughs> mm-hmm. that I didn't necessarily catch in the actual play and mm. bringing them up was just so satisfying. <laughs> yeah. It's That's just cool. a joy to discover these little fletch gems uh, that are sprinkled fun. throughout. That sounds, that sounds like a... That just sounds like another term for like poop. Yeah. <laughs> poop Did you poop leave team. some help? Oh, <laughs> Which brings us to, to, to Juno, uh, the other ranger. And I remember when we started... <laughs> Having com- I, I think we had a conversation where I was like, I don't know if you should be a ranger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were pushing maybe paladin. I was pushing. There's a there's a um a subclass of paladin or, or paladin oath or something that's like a nature paladin. And I was like, if you want to do the nature thing, I think this fits your character a little bit better. And even like five episodes in, you were like, Joel, you should be a paladin. <laughs> yeah, you even, know, you can dual class. Even, yeah, even yeah. now I'm kind of like, it would make sense. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, because what paladins are basically knights. They're basically right? knights. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yeah. and yeah. that's that's what Koirim is. Koirim is a paladin, and everyone is going to get to know Koirim a little bit better here in the second half. But mm-hmm. part Part of the reason yeah. I put Koirim in the game <laughs> was so oh. we would have a fucking paladin. Was was to kind of show what a paladin could, and and no the, and the, the the character becomes something else. <laughs> ah. But uh, but that was part of kind of what uh the the reasoning behind putting that character in the game was. Now I wouldn't have it any other way. But but at the time when we were getting started, also just thinking in terms of like Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, it's dumb. It's dumb <laughs> to have two rangers. Why do we have two <laughs> rangers? It simulates life. Not everything is a perfectly balanced. Right. Party. He's right. Yeah. yeah. No. He's that's totally right. now. It's like no. This is great. It's it's. This is the team. We and, should all and, be rangers. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm gonna dual class as ranger, dude. Okay. <laughs> Thinking Jesus back Christ. to when the fireball happened and and Juno was knocked out. If one of us was a healer, we would have just healed them and it would have been fine. Exactly. Yeah. But like, look what happened. <laughs> Got we created so much something interesting moments. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah we got the, fucking, the, <laughs> the the monster. The yeah, yeah. Oh, like jungle naked monsters. Yeah. yeah, it's funny for so for a bunch of us. This is our one and only time playing D anD D. And so for me, I, I played like a couple days previously, but we never got hurt enough to be healed. Uh, in my canon of D anD D anD D, or rather D anD D. There's no such thing as healing. Yeah. It's not a part of the game. Mm-hmm. So you just try to find you mushrooms You guys also on the have a bunch of healing potions you never I know. Use. I just get scared to use them. Because then they're gone. They're yeah. Gone, yeah. yeah. And so, it's like you know your when turn, you're like in you know? a JRPG yeah. and you are you don't realize you're right next to a save point and you drink all your potions and then you go to the next room and there's a save point right there and you'll just restore all of your health right there anyway? That's that's why I won't drink potions. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for that bed. That's secret. <laughs> Um, campfire bed and i don't think i've used uh pete up to this point in combat yeah pete we we forget about i thought oh my god i'm so tired guys i thought you meant pete like p-e-a-t i thought you just like had some (laughs) pete like on you i was like oh weird because you're like a woodsy elf so i was like oh is that the thing that's another thing about the woods Okay. Oh, what? Both of our rangers specialize in the woods. Yes, and, and also Flack and is Flack. a, oh, I'm a yeah. wood gnome. Yeah, 
They're not even. Yeah, you don't even have different favorite terrains. So do we second dual class? What did we do that yet? (laughs) Every time you guys leveled up, I reminded you about multi-classing, and no one ever did, which is multi-classing. That's Uh, what I want to get. Why do you let me keep calling it dual classing like an idiot? Dual class is what it used to be called. It's not. That's not wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm OG. You've been playing it for so long. Yeah, I'm. I'm so. I'm OG. (laughs) Well, I'm a fucking moon elf. <laughs> That's cool. It is cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, if we ever wind up on the moon, we're set. Yeah. Oh, shit. That that, that is a happen. thing that comes in later. That there are the other high space? elves. Other high elves. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, high, yeah. Come in later. Uh, oh, Zabbis loves high elves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> high elves. But <laughs> you, you remind me when you were talking about the character that you did enjoy playing that I created Juno to play against type. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do something different than me. And I, it was maybe like five episodes in or five sessions in where I was like, I'm having fun, but I want to have more fun. And I was struggling with improv where I would be agreeing with the team. But then when I laid out this character and had a lot of fun laying out this intricate backstory that he had a very strict moral code and he cared about certain things, valued certain things, we got good like drama mileage off of like the push and pull of like him wanting to go get go after these kids you, and other people want to do other stuff. Are you lawful good? I don't know anymore. Uh, yeah. I, no, no. I remember. I remember. I decided I'm the one where I don't necessarily care about the laws if I'm doing the thing that's I think neutral is right. Good? Lawful. That's I still lawful feel like that's lawful. lawful. Oh, neutral? it's lawful neutral. No, I like. I will break laws if I think good. they're unjust. Yeah, but but you have like neutral a, good. You, yeah, yeah you lawful is more you like your own neutral. ethics. Well, oh, okay. no, it's neutral good. Good is your own Can I get some correction? <laughs> Alignment's dumb, guys. It is. I'm gonna say that. You I think alignment is dumb. Class your firefly character. I think it's it's a starting point. I have starting point exactly. If you want to start building a character, there are there are tools out there for writing that. Um, mm-hmm. Even there's like a there's a character tree that you can build as well, like the head, uh, left hand, right hand, heart, groin, what? or all of that is like. What? What, I don't know about does, this. Oh yes, what is this? Groin. Oh, give me a second to. Pull is it, it like up. your groin chakra? Um, while you're looking that up, somebody <laughs> did ask about like making characters. Uh, I think fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons has a great mechanism for making characters quickly, which is the like bond, ideal, flaw, all yeah. the character backgrounds. Yeah. yeah, that helped a lot. That is a great jumping off point. Alignment is a great jumping off point um, to give you kind of quick hits of who these characters are uh, and role playing fallbacks. You know, you can look back on those things that are pre written to be like, well, my character puts, you know, the party above all else or, mm-hmm. you know, my character is just out for themselves or whatever. And uh I think that there's there's great mechanics in fifth edition to do that. I think they've built in good ways of expressing flaws or just having flaws because I think yes. I remember like the I think the punch was because I wrote down like no matter what, he's going to protect like the innocent or like those who are being oppressed no matter the cost. So I was able then to, I had an opportunity to act on it. Yes. Yeah. And action is always better too. Action is better than talking about action. Mm. Okay. If you look up uh, film crit Hulk, he, he, and birthmoviesdeath.com. Maybe get one of those plugins where it'll uh, No, he doesn't the type caps. in caps he anymore. Type Thank in caps fuck. Because oh, now I can follow him on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I hated you? the caps. Well, this one's in caps. That's an no. old one, yeah. Heads up. I'm okay with it. Uh, but you can build a character, uh, and it's called a, 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 a character tree. 
but they don't know he doesn't know why it's a character tree because it's all the human body parts so feet groin heart throat left cheek right cheek and crown which, the feet, which, which cheek, cheek. <laughs> <laughs> the feet is like palpable details to draw on like what do they look like the groin is what do they want everything that the character uh Things about the character that are born out of impulse and desire. The heart is what a person needs. So things they secretly need in their life that they might not know about. The throat is their voice, uh, their posture, their attempt at presentation, their affect. Their left cheek is their logical capacity. Basically, left cheek is their methodology exposing the left brain abilities. Right cheek is artistic. And the crown is the full psyche. So if you did like an elevator pitch for your character, what would that sound like? So it's just this is a nice jumping off point to try to figure out the psyche of your character. I have something similar that I use for NPCs. Um, all of the NPCs that are named that you guys interact with that are named ahead of time, not like Bill, <laughs> the guard. Barbara Streisand. Um, Barbara and Streisand. Yeah, someone yeah, yeah. did ask, did those characters have names? Uh, yes, they all had names, but those <laughs> names changed because uh, that's how improv hey, works. did they? Who, they who's did. Your favorite, who's your favorite NPC? I can't Ooh. say. Why? Because the, the audience doesn't know yet? them yet. Who's your favorite oh. NBC from the first half? Nils. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, he's, he's great. great. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, can you say that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have something similar for, for NPCs where uh, I have, uh, who is the character? I have like a bullet point list and I say, who is the character where I describe like, their job, what they look like, and then uh, what what do they want, and then it's what do they want, and then how do they go about getting it, and that helps me kind of fall back on who these NPCs are to 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 play them in the game, where I, just these essential elements. I notice uh, what is their name is not one of those questions you ask yourself, which is really why should I catch be. you off guard sometimes. Well, you ask about like the non characters. All <laughs> the all favorite. the like big plot NPCs have <laughs> Gressel's names. big plot NPCs are like Jamel Dahar. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of his characters that we ask on the fly, like what's what's this guard's name? He's like uh, Bill. <laughs> yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh it's so good. Steve, yeah. Also I want to ask about voices because when we were coming <laughs> oh, up Christ with, Almighty. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I was planning this personal, like, just for fun campaign. Yep. And Joel did I, a great job. Oh, thanks. I was thinking about the things, okay, what will make it fun for the players? What will make it fun for me? And, like, one of the first things for me is, like, oh, okay, I really want to have fun with voices. And I was like, when do you think about we're that? We're not recording your game. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, oh, I don't think about voices. I do think about voices. Okay. I think about voices it's not a, a highlight lot. for you. The thing is, with me and voices, is I'm not... You're great at them, and you should do them more. You're so good, dude. I mean, I think it works because you know what your abilities are as a voice actor, and you work with that. Like, I would not be able to handle a game where a DM... Tries to do something. Trying can't to do. do all kinds of wacky voices, yeah. and it's just. But, but you have okay. Here, let's let's go through Russell's about voices four that voices. You can do. Okay, <laughs> he's got the like nerd. Yeah, I've voice. got like twenty four. Yeah, yeah twenty four <laughs> from Venture Brothers. Yep. Okay. Twenty one. Uh, twenty. Oh, yeah. Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Twenty four is R.I.P. Twenty four. Yeah, you got frog voice. I got frog voice. Frog voice is my favorite. Yeah, I love the lizard voice. I've got the lizard, oh. lizard voice, which is basically our voice for Yarrow Poof. Yeah, Drug Star Wars. It is. But I was the first one to do that voice on Drug yeah. Star Wars. So. You got the the Kiwi accent, which was the best thing oh, of my life. God. But that's what killed me from doing. Uh, character voices. Why? Because I, I got so 
self-conscious. Everyone else loved it. I know. How do you feel listening back to the episode? Mortified. Really? (laughs) Oh my god! Yes, I really. The the um it's like uh, all Borst s- Skep the the Australian uh uh uh, uh music, yeah Kiwi you. yeah the, oh. the, it was the funniest fucking was, thing yeah. dude yeah, it, it was, was great the best fucking thing Wendell Wendell, Wendell. I <laughs> really you would like, have a conversation with yourself oh, you're yeah. so yeah. good at the conversations with yourself oh man if you there get might... anything from this recording <laughs> session please let it be that we love your voices I, yeah. I, there, and there listeners is... send love to Gressel if you like him too people yeah. did say that and that's very nice and that is that is helping it's just I this is <laughs> this is more performing than I have ever done in my life it's They're killing it yeah. and it's so hard yeah. as great, someone though. who you know I'm a I'm a writer. I don't I'm not supposed to be doing this. You know, so uh it it's just very hard to get out of my own head and it's also very hard to improvise in in a voice. In a voice. Yeah, we sure. were talking about this a little bit before we started because my character in um Joel's game where I get to play is uh, kind of based on like a Highlander, Scottish Highlander type character and do I Do you do a Scottish voice? Nope. Scottish I, is hard. I I can't I can't improv- improvise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With it. You know, I, my brain just doesn't work that fast. And, and I want to be able to role play, you know, quickly because we've got, you know, fun role players at the table mm. and Joel running the game. And I, I just can't move that fast mentally. It's a, it's a muscle that you have to exercise and you have to do it a lot. And Yeah, it is weird though how like, because while I was watching Outlander, it's amazing how if I was quoting something from the show, pretty good Scottish accent. Yeah. But then like, <laughs> yeah. you know, trying to just make up mm. sentences, it's, it's so hard. That that's uh, someone else asked about how much is planned and how much is improvised. None of the dialogue is written. No, no. yeah, N- no. none of the NPC dialogue. None I love obviously the, none of your guys. Literally, dialogue. the only thing is like Flack knows that flattery is the best way to get to someone. <laughs> like that's it. I love hearing and watching you figure out what you're gonna say when asked a tough. Like question. oh, like what does station stand for? Oh, yeah, he's just oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, 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 station, <laughs> the most improvy moment of the whole show. <laughs> but uh, there were a couple. There was a question, and uh, I want to pose this kind of the, to the group. Jesse, uh, among the other Jesse's questions that he it. asked, so uh, said, questions. "How do you convince your girlfriend not to laugh in your face about being mildly interested in D and D? You break up with her, yeah, oh. right." <laughs> Maybe don't do that though, Jesse. Maybe have a conversation no, first. Ha- have a conversation. Well, she shouldn't laugh in your yeah, face. Yeah, that's a mean that's reaction. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you're being hyperbolic. Yeah. hyperbolic but and so was I. Don't break up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do that. That's, that's very drastic. Um, I this is this is something I wanted to kind of bring up though. Uh, I just saw a, a headline: D and D is the most popular it's ever been. This really? Is, yes. I believe it. Yeah. Um, Look at our culture. It's nerd shit yeah. everywhere. Vin right. Diesel plays. What? Joe Manganiello. Really? Neat. Yeah. Oh. There are a lot of high profile. Like it's cool to be a nerd now. Yeah. So. Hey, yeah. For all you youths out there listening, it wasn't like this when yeah, we were in God. high school. Oh, when geez, we were in middle school, no kidding. it wasn't oh like God. this. Uh, yeah. And we're oh, not man. even. Uh, think about the when D&D came out. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it was Satan's game. Well, that's oh, the whole no. 80s satanic oh, panic thing. Satanic. Yeah, but, that's a whole different thing. But I was just I, listening to a podcast about Satan. All going to hell. I never, ever, like, once played D&D my entire life. And I never 
knew anybody that did. All right, so. Jock. I had friends yeah. who <laughs> did. Oh, no, I'm not. Football boys. I was in marching band. Yeah, but you were drumline. That was the jock of at, marching band. At this I mean, table, <laughs> I'm the biggest jock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was the one. I'm the dungeon master yeah. and have yeah. the most D&D experience. Yeah, it's People crazy. Like middle school, things. I was obsessed with Lord of the Rings. You don't, you didn't talk about that you talk yeah. i talked about that with like my best friend and that's it i yeah. tried to cool. join dnd groups in high school and it was truly one of those stereotypical like a girl walked in and everybody yeah. got weird same. Oh, yeah, yeah same i would try yeah. and like oh. get into stuff like that or like video games and it was like being the one girl there and i was, was i was in a dnd club in middle school and i probably was part of that problem yeah it, whenever a girl tried it was to like i just with our game. playing our game oh no, no no she's on she's on our team it was really gross yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry yeah. i apologize to any uh, it's all good. We all, everybody needs me. to grow, and I, I finally got to it in my old age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your very old age. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but I I think that you just try to talk to your your girlfriend and explain that like it's just something that it's just something that you're interested in. Like people can yeah. have different interests. It's not it's what an exercise like? in creativity. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Also, you're have her listen to D and D and D. Yes, so have her listen to the show. It. Maybe she'll laugh and enjoy herself. Yeah, uh, that did help me figure out how to play. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. I, I know a lot of people have left uh, Instagram and tweet. No, I'm sorry, tweets that said, "Hey." I listened to your show and it actually encouraged me to start my own group or, sure. or become a dungeon master. Like, yeah, it's it's helpful. So that's actually a very good, yeah, very good thing. I I think listen. yes, and there's a lot of D and D content out there um, mm-hmm. beyond our show, uh, but our show is the best show. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And I think it's the strength of the editing that a lot of people are feeling like they can, you know, it's put yeah. it put a toe in because the editing makes it really accessible. Yep. Yes, and I think the sense of of fun that we found together shows what it can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but and that's 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 the biggest part I think is is if try to explain to her or try to or anybody who's interested in D and D and trying to explain to their friends or anybody who, who tried to get somebody else into it. Um, don't kind of like the, like focus on the fun and the creativity and and the the collaborative shared experience that you have in person. Um, not always. I know, I know some people play online because they're great distance between them and their friends and everything, and that's great too. But mm. but to play D and D, you know, you're you're face to face with somebody, or you got their voice in 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 your ears, uh, and that's an important thing that I think we're losing with a lot of, you know, the internet and everything. For as great as it is, I I love being able to sit down with you guys, my, my best friends in the world, mm. and and create this thing together. And yes, for us, it's it's a show and it's a thing that we're putting out there to the world uh, as a consumable thing and, and uh, dare I say, a piece of art. But uh, it's also this thing that's happening with us now. And that's something that is magic in its own way. Uh-huh. And, and, I, and that is what's great about Dungeons & Dragons. Mm-hmm. And try to kind of convey that to your girlfriend, maybe. Just um, play her that said. speech, yeah, and it'll yeah. work. And then put, put the theme to the show under it, and you'll be golden. Every time the it plays, Kevin Diesel, I... call your girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> the like, music, by the cool. way, but, uh, shout out to Jeremy Nasato. Yes. Oh my yeah. god, the music yeah. fucking rules. Yeah, it's good. so good; it gets me pumped every, every time, time I hear it. Every time, like the battle music kicks in, the theme kicks in. I listen to the very end of every episode mm-hmm. just because I know that there will be music playing behind, like the 
what's to come part. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's so good. It's perfect. JeremyNasato.com. 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 When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so there were a couple questions of, like, how, how do you get into D&D? Lily asked, do you have any advice for a non-RPG person getting into D&D? Thanks, Lily. If you're, (laughs) if you're new to D&D, uh, never played before, um, are thinking about getting into it, or it's intimidating, or whatever, I think, you know, remember our motto you gotta do what's fun do what's fun do Do what's fun fun. dude also if you've never played before and if you're playing with a big group that also has never played before just do like the the pre-made starter kit yeah they have pre-made shit they have pre-made adventures like just do that so you don't have to worry about writing something and yeah you can focus on actually playing didn't didn't you do a pre-made krampus i did i did a pre-made krampus that was the first time my wife erica ever played D. yeah was your krampus pre-made that was fun i found that online i i think i tweaked it to kind of make it a a whole a whole game that lasted a couple hours. Yeah, because in the end, we were all inside Krampus's bag. Krampus sack. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. yeah, they were like going through caves and stuff, what? and then the ending was like they were inside the Krampus's it bag. It was a good time. Oh, the whole time. Yeah. That's fun. If, if you are thinking of getting started, you can find a link in the episode description to Amazon, uh, where if you purchase anything Dungeons & Dragons related, it, we get a little bit of a kickback, which really helps the show. Uh, it's super fun too, and I highly recommend the starter set. It includes one of those pre-made Is adventures. Is it like Mines? The Lost Mines of Fandelver. Fandelver. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Fandelver. Yep. And uh, nice. it's a pre-written adventure that takes you from level one to level five. The starter set includes a set of dice, character sheets, a basic set of rules, and that adventure. It is a great product. On it, last time I looked a, a day or two ago because we got an email about it. Uh, it was fifteen bucks. Wow, yeah. no way. that's it. It's wow. also oh, if it's you a steal, it, it, which is great. And then there are other pre-written adventures beyond that. If you if you you know don't want to be crazy like mm-hmm. me and create your mm-hmm. own whole world, this and there's other games too. So there's other not, RPG if, if you're games. You're overwhelmed yeah. by all of the the, the high fantasy of high it. fantasy and and incredible rules of D and D. Um, there's the fate system, which is just a 20 sided die and that's like it. And there's the monster of the week system. There's a bunch of different kinds of games that are out there that have either more complex or simpler rules. There's final fantasy seven for the PlayStation. Oh, it's also Diablo one and two. You're right. And the and expansion pack, Lords of Destruction. Lord of Destruction. Oh, boy. If anybody wants to play Diablo 2, I'm still playing. Yeah, Mike's still playing. <laughs> yeah. He's still playing yeah. that game. How old's that game? 2000. 2000. 18 yes. years? 18 years old. <laughs> two monitors, and he plays two games of Diablo at the same time. Oh, Let's go. Dear Lord. Yeah. Play with Mike. He's a lonely boy. He is. I'm a lonely boy. <laughs> I, I'm lonely. I'm so lonely. <laughs> uh, Kevin asked, will Thanks, the characters Kevin. ever oh. get official art thanks kevin 
Oh, we discussed this right before we right hit record. Before we started recording. I yep. mean, I definitely like. I don't know if this would be official art, but like, I have an image in my head of what my character looks like. I think it'd be fun to make because I was playing with that character creator last <laughs> night, and I just like made myself. But I think it'd be fun to try and make Zabbos and see how he stacks up to how people see him. But I, that's also like just my version of him. I hereby declare there's no official image of flack even though they all end up looking like a little short me it's just a little <laughs> yeah. i was gonna I say would it, it. would it be fun if we all tried to draw our characters no it wouldn't oh. no, no, that, that, yeah that is not fair let's all each do the character creator i'll literally do that oh, okay. tonight because i i like playing with little character yeah. creators what sure. one thing that i have loved because we haven't been explicit about what we think our own characters look like um, seeing the fan art of what our characters look like have informed, like it's it's informed my my visual narrative mm-hmm. of us. Like Stormy is a black man to me now, <laughs> a dark dark wood elf. Yeah, and I love he's mahogany. I love it. I do uh, want to say that the however you envision the characters is your canon. That yeah. that is that is great. Like your the this is an audio medium. We don't have a visual representation of the characters right now. You do you do what's fun, you know, and that yeah. includes picturing how the characters look like. Do we know where do what's fun came from? Like the first James, episode, I think I, think I was the first one. Yeah. To say the first one I to say what's oh. fun. I think I think I said it. I think, really, I think we said it. The gap between us saying it is so small that I think we both had it. Was well, Zabbos trying to figure out a move? Because you were like, there's something that... No, no, it was something that Gressel was trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah. Oh. It's when we yeah. him to do it. It's by accident I had orchestrated that Juno was splitting oh, up. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't mean yes. to do. Yeah. I love that that happened. That was the whole introduction of, of the boy finding quest yeah. that yeah. has caused so much consternation. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because, you know, in yeah. the first... 48 hours, as I say, of children going missing. It was it's very critical three. that you go to balls, you go shopping, you have hijinks. Oh. <laughs> we took so long <laughs> to get to it. Uh, I love, though, that it's worked out so great thematically and story-wise that you guys did, get, like, the last thing that you do before you leave on this kind of, like, quote-unquote big quest yeah. is find the kids. Yeah, so. that makes sense, because, yeah. like, you just had Juno fucking bitching about it the whole time, <laughs> and then we finally <laughs> did it. it. And the yeah. other characters <laughs> straight up not caring about children <laughs> being missing. But hey. that that was one of the original uh, six storylines that I wrote. Yeah, oh, no, awesome. it's, I love it. I love that it was, like, this background th- thing yeah. the whole time, and then we resolved it and then <laughs> looking back it is weird through. that none of us care is it no it i justified it there was, yeah care. there was a reason because we were like there's a Big main picture. quest that we're looking for and then we have juno being like well let's go find these boys and we're like hey well how do we find them he's like i don't know the i don't names, know the names so of I anyone actually know. i guess we're you're like, right well, okay then i guess we have to do the oh, main quest well yeah I mean, let's just okay let's not all right now let's do it well we can always circle back that's what i think yeah, I think I think there became reasons where like, oh well, now we're on the lamb. Oh, we've got this bigger quest, but uh, there was just always a reason. <laughs> That's to not the magic do it. of improv, man. Look, we're not planning this yeah. at all, and it's just a, a happy coincidence, a fortunate thing, and also uh, the the gentle coaxing of our DM to get us to tie up any loose ends. Yeah. Uh, I th- I think I don't remember if we talked about this already or not. Lily asked, "Does your comedy background affect the way you play the game?" Oh, Obviously, yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah, Lily. Yeah. No, thank I you, wasn't Lily. fun. 
Thanks, what? Lily. I wasn't fun at all when I was 18 years old. I was very <laughs> much the like but Beth, you're so dragon boat. Oh, I'm so no. funny. I, yeah, oh, no, no. same. Worse. Oh, I've always been hilarious. Yeah, same. <laughs> I've always been funny. <laughs> yeah, probably maybe even. I don't know. I was an art kid, so I feel like I've just always been like weird. Yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah. I was like the one who would doing like send stuff to be random. But that being said. <laughs> Having a comedy background doesn't mean like having or not having a comedy background doesn't mean that you can't play that game. Oh, sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Also, You're gonna like, have it's so have much fun. Background. Yeah, you do. Oh, I don't really? technically either. I guess I don't. I don't at all. Hey I guys, mean, I don't know. Several years of drunk Disney. Yeah, I I, I'm. Okay, there's a little I've thing never, drunk I've Disney. never like done. I've never gone through like the like taken comedy. Yeah. No, like, but you definitely the... honed your comedic skills. Yeah. Yeah. Spend Neither did Paul F. Tompkins. Who are making huh? Jokes. You know, yeah. Paul, Paul F. Tompkins never took like we we did four years of riffing. As yeah, like a, a second job, the school of hard knocks, <laughs> yeah, of of fucking hard, hard liquor, liquor knocks. knocks. Oh, oh yeah, oh, that's oh, called mind meld. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> mime, isn't that an improv yeah. game? Mind meld, it is. Yeah. Uh, but you're gonna you're gonna find that the group of people that you play with, you'll find the fun. Oh and yeah, you'll do what's fun. It might not be this kind of fun, yeah. right? But you'll find it. Yeah, and when, and when it you're might playing. not be as fun as this. Oh jeez. <laughs> Yeah, when you're playing, just if you have any question, just in your head, go, no, do it's fun. Yeah, and then what, that'll yeah. inform. What would I enjoy doing? Yeah, yeah what would I enjoy doing? Yeah, exactly. I don't think I'm ever. WWBF. What would be fun? I don't think I'm ever actively <laughs> thinking, like, what would be the funniest thing mm-hmm. to do? Because then that makes it not funny. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I, that's, that's an important different. distinction. Yeah. 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 I just, I feel like, especially like, you know, in the early episodes where it was a little bit more silly. Just you know what amuses me personally in the moment. And First you, thought, best thought. And you've yeah. got to remember that you know some of the people listening to this are like eighteen. They or have their whole lives ahead of us. We're yeah, 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 we're we're fucking pushing thirty. 30. We are thirty. Some of us are. Yeah. So yeah. like we we yeah, the the north side of the table yeah. over here. Yeah. <laughs> we have taken a decade to find ourselves and yes. who we are. And yep. this is actually like a great opportunity. To, to further that goal. Like totally. the mm-hmm. you know, if you don't have a comedic background, it's not a big deal. The 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 biggest thing if you want to be funny, if you care about being funny, is just to like find out who you are. And you mm-hmm. do that by trying things and mm-hmm. you know, like I watched those old drunk Disney and I'm like, I suck in these, but it, it no. helped me find. Yeah. But don't shake, don't nod your head at that, Gressel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. James really sucked at that. Well, the first time you try something, it's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll always be bad, and, but just keep fucking trying, keep dude. Keep doing it. You're and then you're nervous. First time you dance with someone so and they die, that's like, 100% yeah. of the times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hopefully, it can keep only on go. Keep dancing. Um, one thing that I do want to share, though, uh, even if you've never taken a comedy class in improv, I think the most important rule that I learned was you're not there to make yourself look good. You're there to make everybody mm, else absolutely. look good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would say if you take that little bit of wisdom into not only your D&D games, but really anywhere that you Just go in your life, man. if you try to make the people around you feel good, look good, and are f- make them funny, make their jokes, support their jokes. Mm-hmm. Say yes. Make say them look yes. good. Say yes is then a you're, huge. It's good, you're going to have fun. And it, another thing to just support the quality of the second half, I think you you had a really great thread where you're talking about the things that you learned over the course of season one, mm-hmm. and I feel like you giving that hashtag do what's friendship that takes like manifests more in the second half. We're really we're really like acting as a team and supporting each other comedically and as characters like emotionally. 
Mm. Yeah. yeah, that was a question that Philip had. How do you feel the recording sessions have it has influenced the session themselves? I think Thanks, these Phil. recording sessions have. <laughs> <laughs> I think these recording <laughs> sessions and, and the whole process has influenced er- things for me beyond just the show. Like it's it's really it's kind of it's kind of what you guys were saying, like the say yes thing, like mm. the, and 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 the supporting the people around you, and um, you know, opening yourself up to collaboration and and you know. Being willing to change, mm. you know, is a great lesson that I've taken away from this. Listening. I, I talked mm. about that in the in the Twitter thread, Joel, that you mentioned, like listening, especially, you know, when, when I edit the show, the things that I miss and the things that I didn't listen to because I was so concerned about X, Y and Z. Um, you know, that's such an important life lesson that I've kind of learned from this is, is listen to the people around you and, and and they contribute and they have great ideas and change based on what they're giving you you know i was unwilling to change a lot of some of the second half stuff because i had this big picture idea uh and you know then i had to listen to some of the episodes and then change things you know there were there are a couple characters that uh you'll meet in the second half who in one session act one way and then the next session are completely different and Mm. that's based on listening to the way that that you guys the players uh responded to them and and me wanting something you know wanting to to get something different out of you um so i think you know all of these are important lessons and it's it's why this is such a great game and it's why uh you know endeavors like this collaborative creative endeavors i think are are super important you know and and maybe you're not you know, the most creative person in the world. And maybe you're intimidated by trying to come up with, you know, witty dialogue or, or an engaging story or anything like that. That's just the way that we play. Like sitting around a table with friends and playing this game or playing any other game or just talking and, and engaging with people that you care about is really important. And you, you know, open yourself up to other people's life experiences, other people's points of view, Mm-hmm. listen be willing to change that's something that i would love to tell my 20 year old self mm-hmm. yeah. yeah oh god just, yeah just, wow try something new say yes and try something new mm-hmm. if i oh just my gosh, try I'd be a, yeah i'd be a different person right now if i would have known but that. then i'm glad you didn't mike because i love well, who you are right now thanks. yeah mike, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> well thanks but yeah that's uh, so for people that are who was who was with the girlfriend in the in the in the playing? That was Jesse. Jesse, yeah, Jesse. Just just say yes and try something new. Yeah, and uh, it's not a it's not, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. My brain stopped. My exe stopped working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> any 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 last questions? Uh, there were a couple. My microphone smells like cinnamon. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Why? Oh, it just, I've just been. <laughs> I don't know why it just does. Just been smelling it. That's where I'm at. Mine smells like my cat. Mm. <laughs> Ricky rubs up against it a lot. Uh, Mr. Joke Beth. Gunner asked, "Was there anything really that inspired cho- uh, story choices when writing this campaign? A ton of things. Outlander. Um, I was gonna say Outlander. Major <laughs> League Outlander. There's a Sailor Moon thing that comes up. Oh part yeah. Two. All those bath salts you were doing. Dude. All the oh, baths. Yeah. Oh man, it gets super weird. What? A couple of us were joking about Joel. Uh, where in so Joel's lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh my god! And in the the like 
infinite possibilities that there are <laughs> to create a character who yeah. has like all of these character traits Planning it could type. be anything joel decides in the fantasy world that he wants to be someone who drinks milk yep and it's so beautiful <laughs> Where it's like Poet. central to the character. It's, yeah. like, yeah. it's like being able to finally like lucid dream. And that's the first thing you do. And like that's what you do. Just guzzle it. Just drink milk. Drink milk. Uh, yeah, jo- so Joel's funny. desire for milk inspired him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a Sailor Moon thing that comes up later. Outlander was Major League. Uh, Nava the Woods Witch is just gayless. Yeah. Um. From... I was just listening to that episode. I'm like, oh, yeah, I see it. Yep. I remember even watching the pilot of Outlander and being like, oh, my God. It's just yeah. the campaign. It's stuff I can't talk about yet, but so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good show. There's a, yeah. Um, this I, one? There, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is a good show. I, mean, I love it, though, because it because this is a story that was told over the course of a full year, you get to see all of us be yeah. influenced by things. Exactly. Um, and bring that oh, into yeah. the story. There was politics stuff that came into the story. There was a lot of politics. A lot stuff of politics came. stuff. Oh, yeah. A lot there of like all of the stuff. Mm-hmm, all the shows that we were watching, cooking documentaries, yep. like, you name it. I think Bachelorette maybe had one reference mm. in there. there well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We were like on a reality TV show binge for a minute uh, there. We, we still, still are. are as oh, soon as Survivor yeah. comes back. Oh, oh yeah. Survivor. Best so fucking show in September. Oh, yeah. Oh, my really? God. That soon? Yeah. Oh, right. Can we have Fuck an yeah. episode where we're spirited away to an yes, island yes. and have to survive No, I literally was just going to say <laughs> yes. that like it'd be so fun to do a Survivor themed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, guys, you can't get into season two stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of like plot ideas and stuff like that, though, there was um, Noah emailed us um, something. Uh, he asked about the creepy butcher guy and uh, Will Morton, his mother, or the Woods Rich Re- Woods Witch Return, uh, and I'm not going to answer that. And um, he also suggested something for uh, Mort becoming like a Punisher type character, oh. like bent on revenge and and everything, and. Well, first, like, I probably won't write a character like that. That's just not my style. But second, if you want something or hope that something makes its way into the show, don't tell me because then I can't use it. Oh, that's true. That's like when people send studios ideas and they just have to return them with the envelope sealed. Right. Because they can't use it. I can't can't even even look at it. Because if they have if that they own make idea, that idea independently. and then that person's like, cool, oh, now I'm going to sue you. Yeah. yeah. I see. Thank you, Noah, for, for enjoying the show and listening to the show and, and atta- getting attached to those characters so quickly. They were barely around. Uh, and, and that's awesome. That, that, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, if you hope things happen to characters, talk to your friends and then tell them to listen to the show if they don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, Savannah asked, does anyone have any experience with watercolors? Thanks, Savannah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional artist. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, I take a glass of water and put Metamucil in it, and it turns orange. <laughs> right? Emergency? So colored yeah. water. Colored water. But not the other way around. He paints yeah. his insides. I think we've kind of hit everything. Thanks to everybody uh, who who sent in questions. Pickle Rick Gaming asked, do you think you'll release a book with a story so people can uh, people at home can play for the same experience? Uh, probably not. It's a licensing thing with Dungeons and Dragons. Like, yeah. like that's a, a I think whole even big just thing. using their system, they could sue us. 
I think they benefit a lot from things like this. Hopefully, if you want to use our Amazon affiliate link to buy official Dungeons and Dragons things through Amazon, it really helps us out. Um, so I think that's probably why they let a lot of this stuff slide. But yeah, like we're, you know, it's an original. This is all an original story that I created. But the system that we're using is Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro and and whatever giant company owns those companies. So it's probably Disney by now. <laughs> yeah, they own it, it will be next week if it's not already. Uh, I mean, you already uploaded a map of uh, what's Night's the pass? Yes. Night's pass. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, you know, if you uploaded stuff, you could use that as a. Base. I mean, you can. Yeah, like you can figure it out. But like, there's there's stones unturned. Fill in your own things. Yeah. yeah. Use it as a guide. Yeah. Dude, choose stones, your own adventure. Stones unturned just makes me think. Of, I used to have like little bug houses, and I would lift up a stone, and then there'd be all the bugs that you could like grab and put in the bug houses. But they're so gross. But I did that shit. Is that like Timon what? and Pumbaa? Did you eat them? No, I wouldn't eat them. <gasps> My I would brain put them in little bug houses, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'd put like Juicy earwigs in there, satisfying. centipedes, beetles. Earwigs? I would throw them all in there, dude. And you didn't what, eat fight? one. Uh, they, to, that bug, bug fights are fun. Bug fights like, are pretty fun. In dude. like the early days of YouTube, so like uh, what, like our late like high school, yeah, yeah, like late high, like YouTube already had so much shit on it that we would just while we were hanging out at my friend's house, we would Google like bug versus bug, like pick oh. any two bugs, and that video exists. And there's so many different bug fights you can oh. watch. This is from the Aristocats Drunk Disney. Shut up! <laughs> no way! Oh my god! This happened in the original. So good at listening. Oh my god! <laughs> of course it is. Wow. Uh, <laughs> there. Uh, do you guys have anything else you you want to you want to say before we kind of wrap up? There's one other. There's one other thing I want to mention from the fans, but but just, uh, just thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thanks for all the fan art. Thanks for all the. Nice comments and, and thanks positive. for caring about a thing that we made. Yeah, it's, yeah, really that's nice. it's been pretty. It's been pretty great. Yeah, uh, that's the perfect segue into kind of the last thing I wanted to talk about. We, we've had a few people reach out to us. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but we've had a few people reach out to us Thank to say people. that the show uh, has helped them through a rough time, or helped deal with depression or anxiety, or or just generally hard times. Um, and to to get those messages from people to say. That you know, our show has has helped them through something and, and brought some joy to to their lives is is really really special yeah. and just means a lot to to all of us. I think I can speak for everybody and you know, or feel free to speak for yourselves. <laughs> um, but those are the great; those are the best kinds of messages to get. I mean, like that's that's something that's just words fail, you know. To, to have that kind of positive impact is something that is just really special. So so thanks to everybody who has sent us messages like that. Um, and I hope you do yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. stay strong. Yeah. Yeah. Stay I, strong. Have, I totally have depression podcasts and like shows and stuff. So I get it. I get how important those feel. So yeah, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So thanks. thanks, everybody. Way to go. We'll keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep going. Well, yeah, there's going to be more. There's going to be the yeah. second half of season one here, and then we're, we're going to start uh, recording season that's two. That's right. People have been asking me, is there a season two that's going to 
going to come out. I want to do one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll need to like remake all my character sheets because oh, wow, yeah. mine oh, yeah. is Your disgusting. Sheets mine's, I think mine vile. might be mine, the worst Yeah, one. there's so much coffee. No, coffee, yeah. mine's got wine all over oh, it. Shake probably. We're going to redo them all so that you guys have... Uh, quick access to the numbers that you need. Let's yes, all get the please. same character sheet too because we have different ones. Say, yeah, because yeah. sometimes we'll go to help each other and be like, oh. I don't know. We're using this weird let's one. All, let's yeah. all just buy the same iPad and the same uh, app and then get, perfect. get a new laptop and mm-hmm. then Everyone get, new laptop. Like multiple screens. That way we can all be on the same page. Go uh, use our Amazon affiliate <laughs> link so that we can to buy all that stuff. <laughs> Technophilic. <laughs> just, just screens everywhere. Uh, Defeats but, the purpose of manual <laughs> gameplay. Yeah, right. Have, like webcams. Paper. How can we turn yeah. this into a video game? <laughs> uh, I can do that. We will, <laughs> we, we will start recording season two. Uh, in the next couple months, uh, season one is going to take us through October, I believe, as October. scheduled. Just point at your nipples. It was a Mallrats joke. I oh think my Russell god! I couldn't believe you did it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Clerks is coming to Netflix. Oh god. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys. Season two. Um, <laughs> is it going to be a biweekly release as well? Maybe. So it might slow down to a weekly release. It might. We will see if... Because we had a lot of lead time for, <laughs> for this season, <laughs> and the next season we won't. Uh, and there's other projects that we want to start up, too, in the next you know couple months. So we'll, oh, we'll, everyone's nodding, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I'm well, just oh, I'm working on stuff. Yeah, there's Same. never not projects. There's never, there's never not, not projects. projects. <laughs> I sorry, I'm just watching yeah. Joel draw these birds. Can we start the Never Not Projects podcast network? <laughs> oh my god, the Never Not Projects network. Oh my I don't, god, N-N-P-N. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah, and NPN. Copyright, copyright. No, fuck. Damn it, it's on tape. Yeah, so, uh, but we will start recording season two. I peek behind the curtain for everyone. Oh. Uh, have been working on season two oh. since we stopped recording of season one. Yes. And I have some really cool ideas. So the show might change a little bit, but it'll still be these characters. It'll still be this world. Just trust us, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've been thinking a lot about villains. Yes. Ooh. I do want to say. Complex villains. I, I would love to see. Yeah. Like what you create for us, yeah. but I, I kind of love that organically, like the polar opposites of like, at least in the beginning, like bumbling, awkward Juno. His nemesis has become like very naturally this Jeff Goldblum, like, <laughs> like very smooth, amoral thief. Yeah. I, I hope he comes back. Well, we'll see. Jason? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say yourself. What? <laughs> yeah, yes. That's, that's a I'm worst. my worst oh my enemy because I'm so smooth. It'd be fun <laughs> to play a Jeff Goldblum character. It would be awesome to play a Jeff Goldblum character. Zebus like a meets Ralph's a Jeff time. Goldblum character and then tries to be him yeah. for the rest of the series. Oh. Man. Uh, I feel like like Zebus is confident, but Zebus is also a teen who like might subscribe to Teen Vogue and then try to be like someone else. Yeah. Where, what happened to my voice? Why am I like so cool? <laughs> <laughs> you guys excited for for the second half? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. There's so many. You were like, "What are the big moments in the first half?" And all of these moments from the second half popped into my brain, and I'm just yeah. so pumped to hear how they play out. Mm-hmm. And I've been so deep 
into the first half with mixing that some of the things about the second half I've just forgotten. So I'm re- excited to rediscover mm, them. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Can't wait. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, that's it for D and D and D and D. And D. It's too many. Five? <laughs> Six? It's too many Ds. Twenty. Yay! <sighs> so good. <laughs> uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for caring about the show. Thanks for your questions, everybody who's sending questions. I think thank we you, you. we named everybody. Heidi, Catherine, Savannah, Kayla, Gunner, Emma, uh, Aaron, thank Molly, you, Noah, Liz, Kelsey, Mia. Thank you. Uh, Caitlin, Caitlin asked us a question. Our friend, our Caitlin? friend of the show, Caitlin. Yeah, it's our Caitlin. Caitlin, you're our Caitlin. Yeah, you're never anyone else's Caitlin. Caitlin asks how much work goes into each episode. Too much, Caitlin. You know this. Caitlin, you know this shit. Caitlin, come on, Caitlin. Caitlin, so uh, much work. Friend of the show. Lily, Kevin, Savannah. I think I said your name already. Uh, Jesse, Philip, uh, and Pickle Rick Gaming. Who uh, was only one person that asked a question? It was just they have a long name <laughs> <laughs> and their name ends with pickle <laughs> if someone has another question that we didn't answer where should they direct that to uh you can follow us on social media at the indian pod on twitter and indian pod on instagram or email us at dnd pod at gmail.com <laughs> damn it i thought i had it so good uh yeah uh we are all on twitter at various twitter names i'm at james gressel joel is at joel k arnold chelsea is at carebeck james is at do which one do you want? Uh, at Dead Me James or at James A. Janice? Let's do James A. Janice. This depends how political you want to get. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beth is at Beth B. Rad and Mike is at, at Fresh pla- Pancakes. Fresh Plancakes? Fresh Plancakes? I think it's with a Z. I love Fresh That's Fresh Plancakes. That's all good on my tummy. Right. Yeah, I love Fresh Plancakes. <laughs> fresh Plancakes. Don't follow bakes. Spoiled Waffles. This <laughs> 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 Is that is also that a real? Is that Someone all? made spoiled waffles oh. on Twitch to make fun of Mike. Oh, boo. No, it was like, it's affectionate. Oh, it's, it's a... It's, Fresh pancakes are still better than spoiled waffles. That's true. That's yeah, stupid, true. That was a stupid joke. Hear that? Uh, both yeah. of you on Whoa. Twitter, on Twitch? I'm on Twitch. Yes. Beth B. Rad. Yeah. My Fresh Pancakes with an S. Yes. I'm on YouTube. <laughs> are, are you James? Wait, are you on YouTube? Everyone knows James. <laughs> Never mind. You can find me. <laughs> I'll be at the DMV tomorrow morning. <laughs> if anyone wants to come hang out with me. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, though, I'm so pissed about it. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Dead Meat on YouTube, the Dead Meat podcast. Yeah. Oh, I just listened to the Roger Ebert episode. Yeah. I loved it. I oh, haven't listened to that so one good. yet. I'm really I'm excited glad about it. People like that one because that was a last minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Practical Folks on YouTube. Oh, Practical Folks. <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for listening. Do what's fun. Do what's, Do what's fun. fun. No, it's so loud. I'm Super Mayor. I'm Headboy. I'm Campaign Mima. And I'm the assistant to the Super Mayor. I find boys. Campaign go. Wow, how does it end? And DM Gressel and me. <laughs> I'm I'm everybody else. <laughs> <laughs>
and D&D is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold.